The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. And we have a cool show today, and I'm hoping that it will literally give you takeaway tips that you can apply on your parenting, and uh, it will change your life, literally, for the better. Uh, I, I have some questions for you. Are there days when you think you're failing at being the parent that you want to be? And then there are other days where you think, oh, I've really got this parenting thing down, and my kids are pretty terrific. I, I think that a lot of us waver between the two. But for the days when you want to be a better parent, a better mother, uh, do better by your kids, that is uh, what we're going to help you with today. Eight strategies for raising kids who love God, who respect authority, and who value what is right. We have the author of Parents Rising in the house today, Arlene Pellicane, uh, rhymes with Candy Cane. She's coming up in just a second. The book's forward is by Gary Chapman, so you know it's something special. And you can win it today, so stay tuned. I'll tell you how you can win the book today. That's coming up. Uh, but first, this, uh, just a little announcement for you. Brianna struggled with a severe learning disability. As a child, her mom, Pamela, found practical, affordable answers that allowed Brianna to succeed academically, even graduating with honors from college with no accommodations. And I think she recently um, argued for her master's. So she's doing very well. At Connect Education, Brianna and Pamela believe in healing intervention, not just slow, painful progress for folks who have a difficult time, for kids who have a difficult time learning. They move children from struggling academically to learning with ease. So you should check it out. They, they'll give you a free consultation, 303-680-5551 or connecteducationco.com. Okay, before we get to our guest, I want to just tell you about one little thing because I think it's going to play into what our guest has to say today. And it's gonna, I'm going to be a little gritty and honest with you. Look, I know there are people that listen to the show who, who love God and follow Jesus. And then there are people who aren't in that place. Um, they, they don't think much of the Bible and they don't follow Jesus. But, but we're here to love every mom. And so I'm hoping that my story is going to apply to every mom, um, whether you think it will or not. And here's the thing I've discovered. And it's something I'm, I've been trying to pass on to my kids. Have your kids ever said to you, you know, I don't think God loves me or I think God's mad at me because they're going through something. Both of my kids have had to have surgery in the last year or so. Um, and they both said, why would God allow me to get injured? Why do I have to go through surgery? Why do I have to miss a season of sports? God must be mad at me. God must not love me. He must not see me. And, and what I've realized and what I've begun to pass on to them is Jesus is in the tough stuff. There's a reason he crawled up on a cross to die for every awful thing that's ever happened, every awful, sinful, violent, horrible thing that ever ha happened on the earth because of sin. And, and, and I've discovered in, in, the, in the last, you know, I don't know how many years, five years, that, that, that that's where Jesus shows up is in the tough stuff. We, it, it's really easy um, to believe in Jesus if, if we drive around in Cadillacs and everything's going well. Um, it's, it, it, that it, that it's, that's kind of a normal thing for things to go well. And you can either have Jesus or not. And as long as life's going well, you're good. But what I've discovered is what really makes you believe in Christ is in, when things are going bad, and that's where he shows up. And, and, and I think of my friend who has forgiven the man who raped and killed her daughter. 
nobody but Jesus could help her do that. Nobody. There's not one thing on the planet that could help a woman forgive the rapist and murderer of her child. And she's got ultimate love. And I think that's where Jesus shows up. And so I just wanted to tell you my little Jenny story there, and I hope it was a blessing to you in some way. And I know that Arlene's going to be able to speak into it. So with no further ado, and you can win her book. It's a brand new book called Parents Rising, Eight Strategies for Raising Kids Who Love God, Respect Authority, and Value What's Right. You can win it. Just call 303-873-1935. You can only win it on Friday. We, We replay the show on Saturday, but you can win it on Friday, which means today. Uh, well, today, for those of you who are listening on Friday. So call in that number, 303-873-1935, to win Arlene's book. And here she is, Arlene Pelican. Welcome to Channel Mom. Great to be with you, Jenny. Wonderful story. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, let's start right out. First of all, you've got a quiz at the beginning of this book, How Healthy Is Your Home? Yep. And I'll confess to you, I think I only answered six out of ten Yes. That's okay. I'm just being honest. This is a simply an assessment. It's just where am I? Right. Well, and I did well on the last ones, but but not as so well. And you'll, you'll go back and you'll be like, oh, this is where she's at. Um, but not so well on the first ones. Wh- why would you say that parents need to take that test and rise up and parent differently than we tend to in the 21st century? Yeah, I'll just give your listeners an example. So the first question is, my children could have a screen-free, no Wi-Fi weekend without any problems, you know, yes or no. And for a lot of people, it'd be like, no, like, my kids cannot do that. But one way to see, like, is my home healthy is to say, hey, if we took a day off, we'd be fine. You know, that's just one indicator. And so I think it's good to take assessments because so much of parenting, you're just going, going, going. You're not really reflecting on what is working, what isn't working. Are there any things that we need to change? Are there new skills that my kids need to learn? And can we be doing this every day? No, you know, we're busy. But once in a while, and so a book like Parents Rising, getting a resource and assessing yourself, I think is really helpful. And you're not trying to get a good score. You're just trying to be real and then see what can I do to improve myself. And, and something put this book on your heart because because you, yeah. you talk about how parents want their kids to be safe, how parents tend to be helicopters and and rescue their children, um, how we're how we tend to baby our kids instead of raise them into adults. And, and so clearly you felt like, oh, I feel like I need to speak into the public culture and say, people, we need to rise right. up and do this differently. So so kind of what was on your heart to say parents need to rise up? Yeah, there's two things that come to mind. One is the whole idea that the parent has become so afraid that instead of the parent saying, this is how we do things, child, it's like we're looking at the child and saying, honey, is this okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, are you okay with this? Guilty. And I've so, done that. I've done that. Yeah. So I think that is a huge shift that has happened that is very unhealthy because kids then, when they are calling the shots, they don't know. They don't have the wisdom to know, and it's just not how the family was made. So that is a huge thing, just restoring honor back to a father and mother. So that was one, definitely one reason for doing Parents Rising. And then to give that parent courage, right, to say, you can do this differently. You can do it a different way. Because when you look around you and you see, you know, how are kids growing up and you wonder, is that how I want my kid to grow up? Do I want my kid to like be on Snapchat all the time? Do I want my child living with me when they're 28 years old? Like, I don't want these things. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so that you need to, as a parent, whether you have a two-year-old or a teenager, to think, I am launching an adult, not how can I hover and make my child's life easy? No, but how can I raise a capable adult? Because that's going to be good for who? Yes, for you, but even more importantly, for your child. 
Yeah, yeah. You you say you got chapters with the eight points that, that I want people to get at least a few of them today. Um, number one, amusement is not the highest priority. Number two, parents call the shots. I, I'm not going to say them all, but um, yeah. you talk about routine and boundaries. I picked a couple that I want you to focus on. Sure. And, and one of them is love is spelled time. And, and you say it's really crucial that especially in this day and age, we're taking time out to spend with our kids, not necessarily to baby them and, and just to constantly worship them all day long, but they need our focused attention. And you even cite a survey where kids are like, I feel um, unimportant when my parents are so busy and on their screens more than they're looking at me. They're, they're on their phones, they're on their screens. So, so you lay out some ways that parents can reconnect with their kids with time. So can you talk about this? Sure, because they did a survey of 6,000 kids, you know, and more than half of them said, I wish my parent would put their phone down and look at me, you know, and that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So for us as parents to realize when we are with our kids, put your screens down and actually make a moment to connect. What does that look like? That looks like listening. You know, that looks like being a safe place to listen. Um, one of the people that I interviewed, Dr. Todd Cartmel, is a psychologist who works with so many kids. And they'll say these amazing major things. And he'll say, have you ever talked to your parent about that? And they'll say, well, no, that'd be really weird to talk to my parent. And so it's our job as parents to make it unweird to talk to yeah. us. And so that, what does that mean? Dinner table. Make dinner table screen-free. It can be breakfast table. You know, if dinner, everyone's busy, then make it breakfast. But a shared meal where kids feel really free to talk to you and that you make that a positive experience. The same Dr. Cartmel says it's like a dump truck. Like you're, a dump truck is filled with dirt. And after a while, it's got to dump out somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Well, your kid is filled with thoughts and emotions and questions. And after a while, they've got to dump all that out. And you want to be their dumping spot. <laughs> you want yeah. to be the listener. Yeah. And so when they're telling you things, you don't want to be like giving advice and I can't believe you did that. And because they're going to say, well, I'm not going to tell you anything anymore. Yeah. So, so much of time is being that good listener so that your kid wants to talk to you. So how do you open up times like this? It could be as simple as a walk around the block with one of your children. Hey, let's take a quick stroll, you know, five yeah, minutes. Walk the dog. I do that with my daughter. Just walk yeah. the dog together. Yeah. And then you chat. You know, it could be just taking one child out to breakfast. Let's do that. I was talking to um, one man on the radio who was um, one of 11, and he's like, it would take my parents a really long time to take each of us to breakfast. Yeah. But what they did to spend time together was they played bridge. And when you're old enough to learn how to play bridge, you could join. And so there was this incentive, right? And so as families, you have to find ways to play together and to listen to each other. Not only watch your child play, but actually figure out like what can we do together to actually play together because that time spent together is so so important yeah it is and, and you give just so folks know you give a couple of other suggestions like setting aside something special each weekend a routine something that they know they get to do with you every right. weekend and by the way I, I want a second your mealtime thing it is proven in research study after research study kids who will sit down and have meals with their parents um, or even one parent are going to do better in school are less likely to be depressed I mean all kinds of things right. if you so just enforce that yeah yeah, a ton of benefits. We only have a couple of minutes left in this segment, but let's at least touch very briefly, and we can continue in the next segment if we need to, on, on one of your eight strategies you give them throughout the book. Um, one of them is, and, and I, I was hesitant to do this one because um, I don't want to make single moms feel bad, but, but you said it's okay to put the marriage first. It's okay yeah. to say to your child, I need time with dad. And, and so maybe the single mom out there can, can, can tweak that in a different way. But the point is that the kids shouldn't think they're king of everything all the time. And, right. and and that marriage really is important and you need to nurture that. Um, so, so go ahead and talk about that. 
Yeah, the strategy is that marriage takes a front seat. So if you are married, when that baby comes into view, you know, the whole universe changes, right? And the affection goes towards the baby. Yeah. And sometimes it never shifts back. And then 18 years later, you're looking at this adult thinking, okay, we don't have much in common except for the kids, and you don't want that. So it's the idea that it is okay for your kids to see that, oh, mom and dad, when they come home from work, they sit on the couch and they talk to each other. They can wait for 10 minutes while you have that time. It is okay. It's healthy for them to see mom and dad prioritize their relationship. It's good to kiss in front of them, not gratuitous kissing, but so that they know that, hey, my parents are affectionate. That's normal. So that as they grow up, they realize that's a normal part of being married. And so much we forget, like all those romance things and dating, all that stuff goes to the bottom of the list. And so it is an encouragement to go ahead and schedule those date nights, go ahead and make your teenager go, ew, you know, they kissed or they hug or whatever, so that they know that's a normal part of marriage. And for single parents, it's very good for them to have that positive view of marriage so that they can pass on a healthy view That's of right. marriage for their kids for the future. That's right. We've only got a few minutes or you know, a few seconds left. So we're going to be back with Arlene. I do want to say you are setting your children up to have a successful marriage if you exhibit right. that in front of them. Um, and and so even for the single parents, t- t- explain to them the importance of marriage. And, and my kids, yes, we are affectionate in front of them. And it drives them cuckoo. But they both can't wait to get married. They love the idea of marriage. So it, I'm hoping it's working. Hey, we're going right. to be right back. Arlene Pelican, Parents Rise you can win the book by calling 303-873-1935. Don't be shy. You can get this book. We'll be right back with Channel Mom. of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table, or reaching your goals by learning English, or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. At Channel Mom, we love, coach, and encourage moms because frankly you're worth it we know you work hard for your family so we work hard for you i'm thrilled to tell you about a new way we're going to boost your mom game and your life we're taking our show live on 94 7 the word on fridays at 1 p.m and giving real moms a voice on the radio and taking your calls plus we'll be sharing our new programming at channel mom coffees across the nation where you can find fellowship spiritual support and help for the issues you face find out more at channelmom.com and at channel mom on facebook twitter and instagram It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you with us today. I want to tell you about a place that could change your child's life and their heart. I say this because I know kids who have been there and have come back with something new inside. Just listen to Autumn's story about Camp Idrahaji. I came out of camp finally thinking for the first time, like, um, no matter what happens, Christ has got it, and he's, he's doing this for a reason. And I knew that to start with, but it was instead um, whatever. Like, I know that I'm accepted no matter what. And, you know, whether they divorce or if they get better or whatever happens, like, it's I am perfect, you know? And not in a physical way or anything like that, but, like, in God's eyes. Camp Idrahaji in Bailey, Colorado, points campers to Christ, and they now serve over 3,000 campers each summer. 
They offer a mountain lab school, outdoor education, and retreats for church groups, too. Their newest offering is the Idrahaji Christian Camping Internship, a year-long paid internship, which you should check out today. Spots are filling up fast for Camp Idrahaji's summer 2018, so register today at idrahaji.org or 303-838-0685. Do this for your kids, Mom. idrahaji.org. And let me add, it's getting gorgeous up there. I live right near Camp Idrahaji, and it's a beautiful, great place to send your kids. One more little bit of business as well before we get back to our guest, of parents, author of Parents Rising. Uh, and here it is. You know, when we talk about the Life Center, they, they literally believe in transformation one life at a time. They've got a food bank that serves hundreds of individuals and families. They offer English, Spanish, GED classes, classes for seniors. Um, they do this in both languages to help individuals succeed and reach their goals. They offer shelter from the cold during the winter months and legal assistance for those who don't know where to find help legally. They're in uh, south of downtown Littleton. You can check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org. If you know somebody that could use their services and get a leg up from them, lifecenterlittleton.org. Okay, we're back with the author of Parents Rising, A Strategies for Raising Kids Who Love God, Respect Authority, and Value What's Right. And I know, I know there are mothers and dads listening today who would like a copy of this book. And Arlene's been kind enough to let us give away a couple of them. Um, I don't know that we've gotten any calls yet, so don't be shy about it. Uh, 303-873-1935. 8731935 and you can win this book that would be exciting um, and I'd be excited for you so Arlene you you give eight strategies and we've touched on a couple of them one of them is obeying uh, and not obeying that's about what we're gonna do but about spending time with your kids they just need screen free you not being distracted time face to face with you and then also raising adults not children we don't need to baby them and rescue them all the time we can set them free and then one of them is parents call the shots that's one of your eight strategies and and you've got four ways to help your kids obey you and allow you to be the one that calls the shots. Can we talk about that? Sure. You, know, you can practice these things at home. So when you're in the grocery store and you're like, okay, like it's time to go. And they're like, I want this candy bar. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, what do I do in this exact moment? So one of the things you can do is before you enter the grocery store is you set the expectation. So the first thing is you set expectations. We are going into this situation and this is what I expect from you. You know, we are going to go to this um, wedding and here's how you act. You know, so you set this expectation. And then second, it kind of goes together is you practice, practice, practice. So let's say you need to attend a wedding. It's their first wedding. So you practice at home. You can set up little chairs and, you know, obviously you do this to in an age-appropriate way, but you let them practice. If you know you're having trouble at restaurants because you're thinking, I'm going to take away the screen at the restaurant to make this a screen-free meal, so what do you do? You practice it at home and practice, practice, practice yeah. so they can obey. Sometimes you go to the grocery store not to get groceries, but simply to practice. <laughs> like, how can I get my child to obey me? And believe me, if you will pay the price when they're young and you will show them, okay, if you're not obedient, we just leave, and then a punishment occurs, yeah. they'll realize this is a whole lot more fun when I obey. So practice. The third thing you can do is use drama that when something's, you know, you're going to grandma's house and you could say, okay, you could say, grandma, give me that now. Or you could say, grandma, may I have that please? You know, yeah, so you act it out. use drama to show them this is what an obedient child looks like. And this is what a disobedient. Now, obviously when they're little, you can do these big dramatic skits and they'll love it. When they're big, they're going to be like, my mother or father is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll roll their eyes. I've gotten that. Yeah. Yeah. 
then you can talk through scenarios. You know, let's say your friend does this, or let's say I ask you to do this. What would you do? And you talk about it. So it's like drama in a different way. And then the last thing you can do is pray. Pray for your child's heart. Just pray, God, help my child to be more respectful, more obedient to authority, and let them listen to me when I am trying to do the best for them. You know, so those are four things you can do to help your children to obey. And for the parents to call the shots. That's one of your strategies. And I love the one about teenagers because I tended, I tended the, the moms out there of toddlers love the drama thing. And I'm sure they're like, yay, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to do a whole acting out thing. And they right. may even have a child that loves it. I tended to keep doing that. And my kids would roll their eyes and be like, mom, I already know what you're going to say. I know what you're yeah. trying to teach me. And I like the scenarios idea. That's a great idea. Okay. So we've gone through some of the strategies, um, including parents call the shots. Your kids need to obey you. Uh, we've talked about marriage taking a front seat. And even for single parents, explaining to your kids the importance of marriage uh, in a relationship. That love is spelled time, that we need to give our kids uh, screen-free, undistracted time, that we're launching adults, not babying children. That's another one of the strategies you have. Um, you also talk about routine and boundaries, and you talk a lot about screen time. Now, that's not one of the titles of um, your strategies, but you talk a lot about screen time and the importance of screen-freeness. We just took away my daughter's phone for three days, and oh my gosh, it was like she was a different kid. You can see how the addiction thing plays in, and, and they get yeah. grumpy and ornery when they're with their screens all the time. And we didn't even let our kids have screens till they were 15, and there's still a problem. There's still an addiction issue, and I think it's interrupting families. I really do. Um, we're actually showing a movie called Screenagers at, at uh, my husband's high school where he's a principal right. in Bailey uh, on May 2nd. If anybody's interested, it's on our Facebook page. You can attend, and you can find all about what screens are doing to your kids. But talk about that in, in a refreshing new way, Arlene. Tell folks why we need to limit that screen time, even for the toddlers. When we hand them the phone in the grocery store and say, just you know, watch this to distract you, you know what I mean? You need to see that the phone, the iPad, all those things, there are methods of convenience for us, yes, right? Because it yes. keeps your child quiet, it keeps your child occupied, but you need to see it with a huge piece of caution tape for a few reasons. One is addiction, because there are programmers that are making that video game, making that social media as addictive as possible, so you keep checking. There's a reason that we as adults keep checking, and can you imagine with your child's developing brain, that's how you're going to wire their brain to touch their phone, you know, 10 times an hour you don't want that. So simply from an addiction physical standpoint, you should have a huge, you know, caution tape on it. And then what are they missing out on? So if I'm spending 10,000 hours of my childhood on a screen, what things am I missing? Like in real life with yeah. real friends playing tag, you know, you, there's this little comic that tag of today is like kids in a playground and everyone's holding a phone. And then they text like, at Susie, you're it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that, so you're really robbing your child. A lot of times as parents, parents, we feel like, oh, I don't want my child to be left out. Everybody's on social media or they're all playing this video game. But what you're really doing is you're crippling your child to say, let me, it's just like, they're not ready for it. They're not ready for this thing that is so addictive, that is so enticing, that's going to take so much of their time. Yeah. And really, when you do limit, as you did, um, when you do limit and you push back that screen time, you're really doing them a service because you're letting them live life. I know, live life. their brain develop and, and you're really helping your children. And be more physically active. They, they're much more likely to cure cancer if they're not on their phone all the time. So, yeah. so we got to wrap up, Arlene. How do people find you and the book Parents Rising? 
Yeah, the book is called Parents Rising, and my website is arlenepelican.com. And, of course, you can find the book anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, etc. Awesome. And we do have at least one winner, so I'm happy that we got uh, folks calling in for that. So that's a good thing. If you want to win, 303-873-1935. Arlene, you are a blessing. We should have you on again. Those were some great tips, um, and I know we could talk about them for four hours. So I hope that that was a help uh, to our parents today. Thank, thanks so much. I hope the book does well. It's, it's got very solid advice. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. Yeah, take care. All righty. I just want to let you guys know, go on to social media, Channel Mom. We're at Channel Mom everywhere. Email us if you want to, channelmom at gmail. We're starting up a number of different ways to reach moms wherever they're at. We're going to go into the prisons. We're going in to help moms who are in shelters and coming out of shelters and going into transitional housing. If you want to volunteer with us, we'd love to have you come alongside. Every mom needs to be encouraged. Every single mom. We'd love to have you join us in that. And Channel Mom Coffees. We got one coming up on May 7th. You can check that out on uh, Channel mom on Facebook as well. So God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for all you do as a mom. You're raising that next generation. Truly important. God bless you. Have a great weekend. what you hear on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.